I do want to get through them, um, so let's do it, man. Let's get started. All right, the first, the first topic: uh, defi- define what it means to have good intentions. What do you think it means to have good intentions at best? Oof. Uh, so I don't know. Good intentions for me is when like your initial intention is pure. Like mm-hmm. maybe some sometimes like an an intention can go. Uh, can be interpreted the wrong way but mm-hmm. maybe your intention is actually like good that's mm-hmm. that's my like, first mm-hmm. my first thought about when somebody says good intention mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's uh, we know what a bad intention is right you know when or when someone's coming in with like um like like different intentions than what they seem right like they, they yeah. think they're being kind but they're actually want something their intentions are some somewhere else so I think maybe good intention is like meaning what you say and being honest and uh, like being transparent and stuff like that, you know? I agree. But um, sometimes like that, that's, I don't know why my brain jumped straight to that. Because sometimes like when people want to explain that they do have good intentions, it's in the context, like uh, they, they, they were interpreted wrong. Like if you're nice, okay, for example, a man is nice to a, a girl these days and mm. Like the girl, like, like straight up, like interpreted, it, like he's hitting on her, or he's mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, he's like doing something with bad intentions. But in mm-hmm. fact, he's like probably helping her out, or mm-hmm. uh, that's why I just jump straight to that because these days you have to explain that you have good intentions. That's an interesting point. Yeah, exactly. Um, hmm, it's tricky, right? Because. Uh... It's so it's so hard because uh, you want to, like, for me, I'm more, um, I like people and I want to like people and I want to live in a world where <laughs> maybe it's a long end world where people are nice and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I want to assume at first that people have good intentions. Like the first uh, impression I have of someone is like, okay, this person is coming in with pure intentions unless until I get a sign otherwise. I'm, um, I don't think like... Um, being naive is, um, you know, like there's different kinds of naivete. There's like a naivete where you're just like a sheep, you know what I mean? You're just like, well, anything you say, I'll do, you know what I mean? Whereas there's a naivete where you have good hopes, you know, maybe more than what's uh, realistic. But um, but you can also be aware that there are, you know, bad people out there, that there are, <laughs> are things, you know, the, you know, people trying to murder you all the time. Uh, or just you know exactly like uh, that's how I feel like I like to go about the world like because um, not like the more we've done this podcast and stuff the more I'm aware that there are people that are um, that are out to harm <laughs> there are people who have bad intentions and like not hidden bad intentions but very obvious bad intentions you know and um, if you're like a sheep and you're innocent and you know naive you might like you might just get got, you know, they might get you. So you want to be like uh, more aware. Uh, I don't know how you can, yeah, just by like, 
experience and stuff like that and yeah like i think it has to do i was gonna say like experience plays a big role i mean if you're like in an environment where you've been screwed over so many times Mm -hmm. like you you were saying that uh, (laughs) you like to like you like to believe that like a new person that comes to your life he always like you by default he's a person with good intentions Mm -hmm. whereas like for example I i used to be like that but um i don't know i guess like like I just saw a lot of things from people. So now I'm more like cautious. Now like is he actually does he have actually have, have good intentions or does that person like does he actually like has ha, does he have a hidden meaning like like behind his actions or like that's what I mean. Mm. I, it's weird. Maybe I'm wrong. Obviously. Yeah, it's so on that I feel like I just hate having anxiety about the future. You know what I mean? Just about on any topic because I feel like if you have anxiety about the future, it's like like it's luckily not gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like all <laughs> like and it's just a bad feeling you have about something that's very likely not gonna happen that could happen. There's a small you know there's a small chance that this person you're talking to is gonna you know betray you or something like that. But um, but to worry to have like that kind of anxiety all the time with you know. I wouldn't say it's anxiety it's more like caution for me mm-hmm. first more like me being cautious but uh yeah it's i i definitely i definitely think that there are a lot of good people and mm. that like people should have an open mind like like don't go straight to the negative like that's not mm. what i do it's more like i'm just cautious but uh yeah when do you know someone has been like so when do you put your guard down pretty much with people like when you're like I, okay like when you're like, oh, this person's actually finally, I realize that they're not out to get. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Spirit, like when I, do you I, realize they have good intentions? Yeah. Um. Okay, for me, I don't like directly say that this person has bad intentions. It's just that um, maybe because I overthink a bit, I'm like, what if, what if, what if, you know? So. Yeah, I I lay my cards down when I see like energy from that person. When I mm. see like he's giving energy to me and and they're mostly positive. And I'm not I'm not saying if the person doesn't talk to you, oh, he has bad intent. No, I'm I'm saying like a, a, a completely different thing like if he uh if he shows you a, a bad intention sign. I mean, sometimes your gut is right. But uh yeah, it's just when you see the energy that's good kind of lay your cards down and i see what you mean just like time you know and getting to know the person i mean obviously when you need me new person like a completely new person i mean not going to be mean to that person you're going to be nice you know mm-hmm. uh, they're going to have this like um mask mm-hmm. that they show it to because of covid because of covid <laughs> yeah exactly not, not because of covid but yeah <laughs> Yeah, I get what you're trying to say. Yeah, exactly. It's when you first meet people, the thing that I, um, you know, is I don't know if people necessarily have like bad intentions or they're they're nece- like, I mean, I guess there are people that want to go out and harm you <laughs> on purpose, but like, I think most people might just have different intentions than you, like, different values than you. You think? Yeah. You know? That's the that's more of what I realized. I realized that it's not that um. Like these are bad people or stuff, or it's just that we're incompatible, you know. And uh, that's a um, better way to put it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, they like, you know, I have my values and the things I care about. And they 
might see the world differently and stuff like that. I mean, there's nothing, you know, it's too much work. You know, it's, um, you can be good to people, <laughs> you know, but not let them too, too close, you know what I mean? Or not be too honest with them, unfortunately, because yeah. sometimes it hurts you. <laughs> True. 100%. Yeah. That was pretty deep for a question. Thanks for whoever. These are all anonymous questions. I don't know. Yeah. Who's that but uh, thank you. That was a great one. Yeah, if we answered it um, <laughs> and not in the way you like, then ask us another question. And we'll we'll try to answer it. <laughs> yeah, and we're doing this. I mean, you know, send us, uh, if you have any even more questions or more like deep things you want us to talk about, send it, comment it, you know, uh, email it, DM it to us, anything. <laughs> we'll get it. And um, we'll, we'd love to talk about your topics. You know, it's I think it's cool that we're talking about topics that people are asking. You know, it feels like... Uh, we're not just talking about some random thing. <laughs> not that we talk about random things, but you know, it's like uh, it's yeah, nice. It's what, the, what the like the we're actually interacting with people, you know, like mm -hmm. we're answering things that they want to know. So nice. let's move on. Next question. Yeah. Um, stray and other simulation games are humans desperate for experience. It's a pretty deep one. Right. You what, know, what? you know what stray is. No, what is Stray? I was gonna ask. So Stray is uh this like a uh, cat simulation game. Oh, I saw where it. You're the cat. It's a cat and <laughs> just a cat in like a cyberpunk world. I've been playing it. It's a lot of fun. It's a really good game. But most of the game is actually just like you're a cat crawling around. It's not like <laughs> it's not like an action where... game or anything. I saw this video where it was like something was attacking the cat. It was like following like. <laughs> on the yeah, cat exactly. Or... There's some action in it and chases okay. and stuff like that, but. For the most part, it's just you're a cat and you're jumping from ledge to ledge or just hanging out and doing small puzzles as a cat and stuff like that. And that's it. Like yeah, the, the life, as a cat. <laughs> life as a cat, pretty much. Well, yeah, it's like um, just uh, you know, like it's so realistic. You know what I mean? It's also like like the way the cat moves. My cats, every time we play straight, they go crazy. They like go around the TV. They're like, is that a real cat? They're like, start meowing and like, <laughs> they start fighting each other. And my two cats and like stuff like that. And they're like, they go crazy wow. over the game. Yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a, it's a realistic game. It looks like a realistic game. But uh, mm -hmm. I think they were like, are they asking about simulations in general or just? Yeah, are, uh... are we desperate for human experience? I mean, I know yeah, for sure. Yeah, I feel like for me, right now the thing that i like i don't want like objects and stuff like that i don't need i have everything you know i need in life you know in terms of material but um the one thing that i really like my heart wants me to like if i got an extra paycheck or something i can use it on travel you know what i mean use it on an experience like oh i'd love to go to this place to go to mexico or new york or grand canyon or whatever anywhere around the world you know i feel like I don't know. For me, that's kind of like um, so. I'm kind of desperate for not desperate, but it's my my main like one of my main motivations right now is new experiences and stuff like that. Also, because like life becomes so monotonous after a point, like it's the same old repeat, rinse and repeat, and there's nothing like traveling. Like it's open your eyes, you know, you see the world. Yeah, I I my first initial thought was like, yeah, definitely. Humans are so uh, desperate for new experiences. Mm -hmm. Everything, because because also I think we get bored pretty easily uh, in like video games and like 
even experiences like if you go to the movies uh every single day i mean it's your profession so you probably do it because you love it and it's your hobby but some people like would get bored of the movies if they don't <laughs> right they're watching bad movies yeah i'm just kidding yeah yeah, yeah exactly obviously in your experiences you don't want like too yeah. much of the same i mean you, you know though it's the way dopamine works in your brain right dopamine is all yeah, about yeah. new experiences right 100%. the more you do something the uh, less dopamine you get out of the activity yeah until you switch it up exactly um so, yeah yeah so our recurring yeah it's like video games like that that make me think that oh is my life a video game am i in a simulation <laughs> right now you, you love saying I mean? that man <laughs> i you love, love saying your life is a simulation i don't know it's just like um i think it's also like an attitude you know i feel like once like me and you know bunch of my friends here in los angeles were like oh life's a video game let's just go out and just do random bits and interact with random people <laughs> and do you know yeah have random adventures and stuff like that and it's like um uh i feel like that attitude makes you like less less afraid of life you know because it's like with video games you're not afraid because it's <laughs> you know the consequences aren't that high it's a video game I feel like a lot of people in, the, in real life are like, oh, the consequences of everything are so high, especially socially and stuff like that. They're afraid to talk to new people. Back to our first topic, they're like, are they, do they have good intentions, bad intentions, you know, whenever you talk to new people? But if you go at it, it's like, oh, it's just the game. It's just fun. You know what I mean? I think it's a fun energy to have. No, I like it. I like the idea. Like, it's, <laughs> uh, it's yeah, it's a very uh, good idea, you know? Life yeah. is not too uh worth being sad you know you're supposed to uh just live life to the fullest don't be afraid don't be uh don't hold yourself back yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Life's a, and um are people like uh are people craving experiences i wonder like uh, if the vr comes out and stuff like that um, i was gonna say like yeah. when VR came out everybody's like yeah. running towards it because i don't know what's gonna happen man no, I think it's big bro <laughs> The other day, uh, Reem, she went to uh, she went to like the Dubai Mall, and they said they had like this new VR room experience. And she went with her dad and her mom and her family, and they actually had like a really nice time. And she's like convincing me to buy a VR now. <laughs> she wants me to buy a VR. <laughs> That's insane. Well, me and you, Ali, we can uh, be do VR. A, yeah, do a podcast on VR. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, I love to. Um. Yeah, because it changes everything, you know, it's so crazy, like craving, like, you know, part of me is like, I love doing our podcast. I I wish we could do our podcast in person. I know it's like physically impossible. Oh, we will one day. I mean, like, and, yeah, exactly, exactly. And, you know, obviously, that's like, a new experience, like, right. And, uh, you know, uh, Exactly. That's something that I'd really love to do is do a podcast in person and stuff. I feel like it'd be a different vibe. And, um, yeah. And that's why part of me wants to do it in VR, you know, try doing something in VR because uh, it's um, be right in front of each other, <laughs> talking to each other in the same room. But uh, it's also creepy. I don't know, man. It's, it's weird because like if you could be in VR and go to Russia or Spain or something, does that really mean, <laughs> you know, is that the same as that? It's not the, the same, places. but it's I mean, yeah, it, it gives your brain a little teaser, I guess. I wanted wow. to I wanted to say also like advertising, like advertisement, 
um i think they play on um user new experiences like a mm. lot of a lot of the times for example apple and samsung when they release a new phone they try to tr try to make us believe that this is a completely new experience a new product you know uh when most of the time it's actually the same thing but they're just like tweaking a little different thing and a lot of people i think uh fall for it you know oh i want this new phone oh i want this new experience do you agree or not too much yeah even mm. video games mm -hmm. like like for example uh i don't know like call of duty for example and uh another shoot first person shooter I mean, they both have, like, Battlefield, for example. Uh, they both, I mean, they're both different, but the concept is the same. Mm -hmm. They try to advertise it as a completely <laughs> new experience. Or is it actually, like... Mm -hmm. I think, you... I mean, that's, that's smart advertising, right? Like, it's yeah. smart business. A smart salesman's like, oh, you, you, you don't want us, you need us. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, I need, you know, I need this experience. I need whatever. I think they prey on like how the human wants and craves new experiences. Agree mm -hmm. or? Oh wow, that's pretty deep. Yeah, that's a deep realization. But yeah, I think you're you're right about that. Like, yeah, people do want new experiences, and it's um, you know marketing. That's their whole job is to make you feel like you need <laughs> yeah. you need what they're selling. You know, because that way you're you're gonna buy it. <laughs> if you need what they're selling, you're gonna buy it. Man, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right, I feel like we talked about this topic. Shall we talk on the next topic? Sure, let's go. Uh, the post-COVID impact on society. What do you think is the post-COVID impact on society? Let's go off, man. <laughs> too much to do with the yeah, COVID. Yeah, COVID. That's a whole episode, and I feel like we've talked a lot about this. Um, Did, yeah, in previous episodes, but uh. Working from home, et cetera. Like, we talked about that stuff. Well, I, I just wonder, like, the lack of socialization, what that has done to human, the human species. Wow, man. You know? you hit, hit it on the head. I was going to, like, expand. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? Yeah, bro. I think COVID destroyed, like, socialization in general. Like, just friendly interaction. Uh yeah i don't know like from my from my brothers from me like i i, I see it i don't know it's hard to explain mm -hmm. uh, i used to be a very social person and now i'm finding it hard to like talk to another human being in person i don't know it's hard to explain <laughs> yes yeah, it's, it's hard i mean it's hard because uh, we're not in school and stuff so when we're in school and stuff i feel like it's just natural i think just part of becoming an adult is that it becomes harder to Maybe harder to meet people. Even in college, though, like even mm. in college, I I was very social. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, but now even talking to old friends, uh, for example, this friend is like like we were talking the other day and we met up in person, and it was just a bit weird. <laughs> we haven't talked for like two years. We haven't seen each other in like three. Mm -hmm. I, don't know. I don't know it's so hard to, uh, hard to explain mm -hmm. I, I yeah uh I uh, I like you know I like my old friends and stuff like that I don't know I feel like I, uh I don't have that but maybe because I'm very extroverted and stuff like that I'm extroverted so, yeah exactly and I care about people and I like people and I like 
maybe I don't want to spend all my time with people, but like if I am in, if I am with a person, you know, I want to give them my attention and stuff. I don't want to be like on my phone and stuff. And uh, yeah, I think um, I don't know what it is about. Yeah, COVID, COVID is just. Uh, well, I think you know just because I know a lot about behavioral science, my just theory is that just everyone's just been inside for two years and they've built new habits and new routines and stuff that involve hanging out with less people. And, um, yeah, and it causes, you know, and like, um, they're in their own bubbles and new bubbles with social media and stuff like that. You don't have to go outside. <laughs> you really don't have to go outside. You can order food to come to your door. You can, <laughs> I don't, anything. I don't like it. Though. I don't like yeah. it. Like I want to be social again, but I don't mm -hmm. know. Yeah. Is there any, like, is there anything in psychology that says, like, when you're secluded for a bit, for a long time, like, you find it hard to, like, re-enter society? Something like that? I forgot. I, I yeah. Well, I, I mean, the most extreme version is solitary confinement, right? In prison yeah. and stuff like that. Where, and it really drives people insane. Like, people in solitary confinement, they, like, lose their minds, like, actually. They don't, they're never the same after it. Yeah, I remember there was something like that. Pretty much, we were like during COVID, we were like all in a prison for two years. You know what I mean? We were all... This is a low scale solitary confinement. <laughs> you know, I could agree to that. Yeah, just maybe it is a little bit of a well, it depends on where you were in the world, too, when it happened and stuff like that. Like, uh, um, <laughs> in China, literally, it was an actual prison, you can't go outside or get shot. Yeah, here in Los Angeles, it was like I remember the first part of COVID, it was like you wouldn't go outside because you're scared for your life and stuff like that. And that part felt like a prison to me, but you know, not like a real prison because I was playing PlayStation and stuff like that. I don't know if they have those in <laughs> prison, but um, um, yeah, it's uh, we're also very, but the thing is, we're, I think we're very social creatures, human beings, you know, we're not, we're meant we're meant to uh, live with each other and be you know in communities and stuff like that and i think we all thrive off you know human connection and i can you know and um maybe like people aren't going out as much but i don't think it i think they're sadder because of it i don't think they're necessarily uh like happy in this new situation you know what i mean and it's like uh <sighs> i agree bro i yeah. agree and I think it's a loop. Like once you're sad and depressed and anxious and stuff, it makes you not want to go out even more. Oh yeah. Know? I think though, I think it's a temporary thing. I think uh mm. from now we're we're gonna shake off the rust and we'll go back to normal as in socializing. Mm -hmm. I think that'll happen. Cause now yeah. like because yeah, cause now like everything's kinda going back to normal. Mm -hmm. like, you can go out without a mask now, you like you don't right care so yeah you give it a few years and it's not that we'll forget that covid happened but we won't feel this um uh, socializing uh mm -hmm. stress i don't know how to call right it. well i also feel like during covid everyone's life kind of shifted and pivoted in a certain way one because it's been two years but two because like working from home and literally being trapped at home and what's happening in the world you know i guess yeah, things always happen in the world but yeah, but yeah. working from home has a positive impact, I think, because people now are more relaxed at home. And then after work, they can go out and just 
you know, let off some steam for after work. Less traffic on the street. Less traffic. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I think work from home depends on the it's hard because I think it depends on the job. person. Or yeah, yeah, the job or the person themselves, you know what I mean? I think some people like I don't know. For me, I would you know, I if I had the choice, I'd work from home as opposed to working uh at an office with traffic and gas and also like my home I set it up in the way I you know that makes me really focused and really like I wouldn't want to sit in an office cubicle you know versus here I have all the space and my cats come hang out with me and you know what I mean I can I don't need a 30 minute lunch break to sit in the <laughs> freaking lounge you know what I mean I can uh have my own lunch break and then do what I want for a little bit you know and yeah um yeah I I I am uh, pro work from home um but also i'm you know aware that some it's, it's back to the socialization thing because i feel like you really love people and stuff like that and you need people um and you want to be in an office because if you're just working if you're by yourself all day you're not getting that those guess, interaction you know it's like uh places like google where um, they rely on group work and I'm, I'm guessing that most people there are very social mm -hmm. they want to interact with each other because i believe i'm a firm believer that working in groups like increases your product productivity and mm -hmm. brings different ideas and everything um so i think like jobs like that or even people like that i think they try to work in person more obviously doctors and and nurses they, they they're gonna work in person <laughs> there's no I think yeah I think as always the having an option is a good thing you know having the freedom to choose you know I think that yeah. goes a long way I think one of the nice things is that it became an option work from home yeah. became an option True. and so it depends on who you are if you want to work from home you can you can find jobs that are solely work from home or you can find a job that's very in the office or yeah yeah exactly and I have um, well, well, where's my option, Adi? <laughs> you have no options. <laughs> Man, one day you'll have plenty of options. Robots? <laughs> you know, things? Right. Yeah, robots. <laughs> well, <laughs> Man. I'll, yeah, work in, I'll work in my house, uh, playing a video game, saving yeah. uh, open heart surgery. <laughs> you know, it's it's it's, uh, it's funny because um, it's, it's true, right? <laughs> That's how it was the future of being a doctor. Freaking... Uh, I'll take it. I'll take life as a video game, like you, Ali. You know that. You know that game where it buzzes if you hit the wrong thing. Yeah, surgery. Yeah, surgery. Yeah. Like that, yeah. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I, yeah, I've noticed that. Uh, like the reliance on technology post COVID. Like I, everywhere I go now, I don't know if it's the same in New York, but we don't have a menu. We have QR codes. <laughs> Everything oh, menu when you go to a restaurant. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Everything's on the phone now. Yeah. The QR code. You scan it. And then you order, and then you pay on your phone, and then they come to you, and that's it. You don't have to talk to anyone. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's kind of ridiculous, right? <laughs> I think even, like, in general, like, buying things in, in, in the city, especially, like, it relies so much on, like, tap to pay, and mm -hmm. and that's it. Like, you know, you don't even have to give cash. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, right. Some places don't even take cash anymore. Yeah, they don't take so crazy. And I think that happened like it boosted um because of COVID, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely. 
Yeah. Definitely COVID, because it's like it was COVID. They were like, we have to have the least possible interaction with someone else. <laughs> and so I think like a lot of these things became kind of semi-permanent, right? That you were not gonna go back to <laughs> having menus in a restaurant anymore. Sorry. <laughs> you just have to pay and no contact. <laughs> you know, that's just the future. And stuff, yeah. you know, stuff like that and such uh working from home. Um yeah, it's uh a weird time. I can't but it's uh it's so it's it's the crazy thing for me is like to see the people who were like how it played out with people who were obedient to the rules and then people who were very disobedient to the rules, like the two extremes. And where most people were, were like somewhere in between, right? Where they were like <laughs> maybe sometimes going out and hanging out with friends, you know, or sometimes, you know, going past the curfew or something, you know what I mean? Just like a regular, a regular person, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um yeah, it's 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 crazy to me when someone like like I understand you want to follow the rules and follow any rule that happens, but um it's uh it was a lot, dude, for a while. It was like <laughs> You have to wear a mask at all times, and you have to be in bed by eight PM because COVID shot COVID shots up. <laughs> COVID turns on at eight PM, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like random stuff like that, and um, you know, it's not the worst thing. And then the whole vaccine things that happen. I don't know. I feel like, um, you know, it's maybe it's a little conspiratorial, but I feel like, uh, like COVID. I know COVID is real, obviously. I'm not trying to, you know, but maybe the way everything was played out, you know, maybe um, was not for uh, the best interest of the people. You of know course. what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Of course. I feel like this is a, a COVID for our generation was uh, World War II for the previous generation, like the two previous generations. Damn. Yeah, That's like <laughs> World War II, the whole world was at war and... Um, everybody felt weird and they were like maybe sometimes in certain places they were always at home and bomb shelters yeah it's kind of obviously it's not the same thing but uh <laughs> world war ii was pretty bad yeah world war ii was yeah, yeah no obviously bad. i'm not taking anything away <laughs> yeah. from that but uh, uh but like like covid also like everybody was dying and um we were also in uh shelters and you know our homes right and the whole world just kind of stopped right and I don't know. Damn. <laughs> hopefully no World War Three, and that's hopefully, yeah. Hopefully for no World War III. What we're gonna go through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It like when you're a kid and stuff. I feel like they like. I feel like you're taught that oh the government knows what they're doing, or like oh these doctors know what they're doing. Or like, oh, like everything will be taken care of. You know what I mean? It's like your parents know what they're talking about. But now that I'm older, and especially after COVID, I realize that nobody knows what they're talking about. <laughs> like, you're a human, bro. Like, yeah. But still, it's like, you think with people like, I don't know if you, you're hearing about what's happening in Turkey right now. I don't know if you heard about, there's crazy hyperinflation pretty much happening in Turkey right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, we kind of, yeah. <laughs> But no, like, yes, this is a, the past few days and stuff, and it's been ramping up, but... Oh, now, right now. Yeah, yeah, this is, yeah, this is a new phenomenon, yeah, and it's, like, it's really, like, the Turkish uh, lira, right? It's plummeting, and it's, uh, 
Um, and it's partially because of the government from when I was reading about it, they were just making mistakes. You know what I mean? Like actual like economic errors. They were whatever. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Just like, and you know, and it's like, it's crazy how like a few people making a, a mistake in like, it was, I think it was like a, like credits or interest or some finance thing, you know? And, it, and it's like, uh, like a small mistake can lead to like a huge, the whole country going through an economic crisis and stuff like that. And people losing their jobs and inflation, hyperinflation and stuff. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, and like, I feel like, yeah, exactly. Like all, like when, when you saw like all these rich people printing money, printing money for themselves and, <laughs> you know, getting out of stimulus checks and stuff. And now that we're suffering from inflation, all over the world we're suffering from inflation, right? It's, um, I mean, in that way, the world's changed too. And I feel like that's also adding to the suffering of people, you know? I mean, um, if you can't pay bills, you know, it, it, may, it makes you really stressed out. I don't know what to say. 100%, yeah. It's a new world and there's no going back. Yeah. I don't know, bro. So many co different countries are, are going like, are crashing and they're going mm -hmm. to death and, and mm -hmm. going through hyperinflation. Lebanon, Turkey, Venezuela, mm -hmm. oh, many others, like, you know? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. What is the, what is the, what is the, <laughs> what is the cause? <laughs> no, no. What is the, what is the solution? Sorry. What is the solution? Yeah. Well, just, I think, uh, I think, uh, yeah, I wonder what, what's, I wonder we what get an people economist just, on the show. Economist. We should get an economist on the show. Why haven't we done that yet? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Checklist on. <laughs> for me, I think the one solution I think that um, I've believed in for a while is a universal basic income. I think yeah. um, if everyone in a country got paid the basics, you know what I mean, to pay their rent and food, um, and then no matter what happens and stuff like that, uh, you'll be, uh, you know, resilient, you know what I mean? And you'll be able to live your life and then add so many good things because if you're not poor, you're not a criminal, you're not going to go out and uh, murder people or steal from people, right? Because you have your basic needs met. 100%, yeah. And it's not communism. It's still the same world you live in, but it's instead of starting with zero, you start with, you know, your basics. <laughs> You know what I mean? Some people are gonna, yeah. Some people are gonna do, yeah, do dumb stuff with it. But I think most people have serious things they like, good things they can, you know. I ever feel like if anyone was like, oh, if I can give an extra thousand dollars a month, it'll uh, help them with their life. You know what I mean? And yeah. so that's how that's part of the solution. I also think that um. Like traditional, the traditional monetary system, I think we're all seeing right now that it's fake. Like money isn't real. <laughs> the dollar you have right now is now worth 10 cents. So what is a dollar? It's not real. Yeah. So I, I do, that's why I like, do believe in Bitcoin and uh, a lot of the cryptocurrency technology because I'm like, oh, this is like, it's it's actual, um, you own something and it's, and it's not going to increase or decrease it's just it is what it is you know what i mean and it's so transparent and yeah but didn't bitcoin like crash like it was like 60 now it's like 20 right right so uh right i mean, I mean it's it like so, yeah yeah it fluctuates, it fluctuates but... obviously stocks fluctuate all oh, the whole stock market's on the downturn but, i know yeah, yeah um 
in terms of like Bitcoin and stuff. Yeah, but also the dollar is going crazy too, going up and down and stuff. So well, yeah, everything yeah. is going, the same thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. However, like in a more long term thing, it's like Bitcoin is is a good uh, way to counteract inflation because of the dollar, you know, like you it's own one Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Will. It will take time, but it's the future, man. It is, yeah, I believe so. Bro. Mm-hmm. I believe. The world is changing, man. I feel like if you're not going to the future, you're on a treadmill and you're gonna get thrown there, thrown off. You know what I mean? I really do feel like now is like the time where like we all need to really like uh, step up our game because uh, um, at least that's the way I see it. I'm really like uh, going hard because uh, um, you know it's. Um, I feel like there's gonna there's like the whole middle class is being eroded and stuff like that. Like just like you can't just be a normal person anymore. I don't know, in my opinion, because <laughs> there are the people who have and the people who don't have stuff. Yeah, you know yeah, I, mean? no, I yeah, guess exactly. There's no more middle. There's just up and down. Like yeah, exactly. Here, <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, and if you don't work hard now or you don't like hustle, you you you're gonna be pushed to the bottom tier. Even if you're middle right now, like you're a mm-hmm. middle class citizen right now, mm-hmm. if you don't work, yeah, you're gonna. And for me, it's not like about the money per se, because you know I'm fine living like with a simple lifestyle. I don't need luxurious things. I'm really like happy with what I have. And, um, but uh, I really, for me, the thing I care about the most is like freedom and being able to. That's also go where I want to go, and like if something happens here in the United States, I'm like, okay, I'm going to Lebanon. <laughs> or just say something, you know, something like just anything like that. Like I want to be able to be free and like financially free, and you know, if because it's huge, man. Because unfortunately, though, that means like you have to be well off. Yeah, exactly. Well, In this world right now, right now, you have to be well off <laughs> to have freedom. You need to, yeah, exactly, have money. Pretty much, money equals freedom. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. Well, it's a fortunate thing because it's kind of in your control. It's not like totally yeah. out of your control. You know, if you do hustle and you do smart things and you keep trying, um, I don't know. I mean, there's the other side to it. You know, you can get to the other side and you're like, Phew, we did it, boys. <laughs> and then that's where a lot of great things, you know, lie. Like, I just, like, um, I hate, like, the, the, the movie industry right now. I feel like the movie industry right now is very, you know, uh, like uh when was the last time you saw like a great comedy movie or when was the last you know (laughs) or a great movie in general you know what i mean it's like versus like you know before you'd have art coming out all the time and original movies now everything's a spin-off and a sequel and um, true by the way yeah everything yeah exactly or everything's a spin-off or a sequel part five (laughs) yes exactly because yeah and but the thing, is, <laughs> the thing is, the thing is that I don't know. Understand why the execs don't understand this, but Fast and Furious was an original movie when it first came out. You know, <laughs> Iron Man was an original, you know, kind of original movie when it came out. You know, like all these franchises they built off, they were all once upon a time an original movie that they built up on. Mission Impossible was an original movie. You know what I mean? Like, so that's why it's so important to have original movies. Because it keeps it going. Because he can make even more money. <laughs> Come on, man. That's what they're doing. Yeah, but they're not doing that. They're idiots. <laughs> they're freaking 
I think this everyone's just trying to make as much money as they can. In the that's short what I term. meant. Not originally here. Just like building up for the money. That's it. I think they're just trying to grab as much money as they can because I feel like they they're not. I feel like they see everything's gonna crash or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't have a long term yeah. view of it. That's what makes me kind of skeptical. <laughs> it's like, oh, if why is why is everyone acting like it's the end of the world? <laughs> it's gonna be like a great movie reset and mm-hmm. like a movie industry reset yeah dude i hope so and that's part of why like i feel like it'd be good to have my own money independently so i can finance my own movies independently and not have to go to freaking warner bros or anything you know what i mean it's like yeah i think that this is the, the new new world we live in you know what i mean like being independent having your own website doing things your own independent way you know the big companies and stuff like that yeah the world we live in damn yeah pretty deep at best (laughs) (laughs) yeah we 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 enjoyed these questions actually yeah those were great uh yeah got to the three let's get to the three those were the top three questions um we've been you know talking for a while now it was a lot of fun i love this episode you guys are awesome thanks for sending uh these questions Guys, please share more. Like, share every question you have. It was I really interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was a fun episode. So, uh, I'll see you guys uh, in the next one. Yeah. See you guys. Part two questions. Yeah. <laughs> Adios. Woo.